what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Gentlemen, welcome to episode 9, volume 4 of the world famous Fantasy Formula, the podcast voted number 1 by alcoholics, chain smokers, and degenerate gamblers. The podcast sponsored by a brewery, a cigar shop, and a strip club. The podcast ranked numero uno in the coveted 38 to 42 age demographic where most survey takers lived in Northwest Hickory, attended Hickory High School, and now have moved back to Hickory to run their family's Hickory business. We are coming to you live from the penthouse of the Mesh Studios in beautiful Hickory, North Carolina, where the birds are singing, the bells are ringing, and Chad East in the corner bling blinging Hank settling in with his pen smiling his charming grin as he sells another house now that's 10 today Hank it's a special day in the studio studio with us today we have not one but two special special people Davey Driver 100 champions? Are these champions? Are they both like this? No I can't say they're champions Hank but they try real hard real hard Seated across from me, wearing orange for the Vols. He loves his in-laws, and he drafted Thomas Rawls. Give a warm round of applause for the graphic designer extraordinaire, Mr. Tucker Hines. Tuck, how you doing today, buddy? I did not draft Thomas Rawls. I know, it just rhymed. It rhymed with in-laws. Stick let with it, us here, brother. Keep it flowing, whatever it, it takes. Let it, let it roll. Let it Stay roll. with us. Sitting to my left... This fella used to ball with me at Jenkins, sitting cul-de-sacs with me, drinking, driving Fords, never Lincolns, roots for the hills, forget the Deacons. He's Will Rowland, William. Boo. <laughs> welcome, How welcome. Very good. Well, guys, we are so glad to have you here on the Fantasy Formula today. This is week five. So before we jump into all our festivities, let's talk briefly about our fantasy week. Will, and we'll start with you. Tell me how your fantasy team did this week. Well, I love how you started with me since you beat me. Um, Absolutely. I lost by about 20, and it was all because of your boy, A.J. Green, basically. Started the week AJ, out right. Yeah, though. when you see A.J. Green put up – make sure you're talking to the mic. When you see A.J. Green put up that 34 off the get-go on a Thursday. Always a bad Thursday. Are you automatically – you just go ahead and wave the white flag. And then you picked up Terrence West and put him in, and he scored another 20. Tucker, so. what about that pickup? Game day. Terrence West, drop him into the starting lineup, gets 22. Let me bring you down a notch, though. You made a fatal rookie mistake that day. Okay, so let's not jump into this. Let's get the full story. i got to tell you, the introduction was pretty impressive, but we're not going to let you get much further than that. Okay, let me go ahead and tell you. Chad had played a player on Thursday night. I didn't play him on my bench. Oh, well, he played. He he played Kenyon Drake. Kenyon Drake. Then he decided, oh, I don't want that guy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to drop him on Sunday morning. Rookie mistake. And Uh, you know what? It's it's happening to the best of us, but hey. And, back and, to reality, bro. And good thing is, is that that league, everything has to be documented on the message board, so it's there for everybody to read. Sure. Absolutely. And, yes, one of the questions was, dude, are you hungover? Why are you making these rookie mistakes? The answer was yes. I was very hungover, <laughs> and that's half of the reason I made that mistake. But I was able to, you know, rebound, put another request in, got Terrence West, started him, 22. Boom, that's a W over my boy Will. So, anyway, Will, good try. Tough. <laughs> Whatever. You. Tell me how your fantasy team did this week. Buddy. Well, I got I had Carson Palmer and DeAndre Hopkins, so you can pretty much figure out how that went down. I also, it, it was a close one. If I would have put in Kyle Rudolph instead of Kobe Fleener, it would have been a win. But I was riding or dying with. Yeah. Fleener. Kobe Fleener had a great week the previous week, so you. Would... I, I thought he and Drew might might have found their thing together, but wah wah. So yeah, that's not record in those leagues. You got. We got a one and three. Mm. 
in the Davy Jaws Homer League. But the Yahoo League was a win. Hey. Yay! Yay. Yeah, put you at one and three playing, in that league too. Puts me in a one and three in that league also. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're playing football with kids over there, though. Lord, yes, you yes. Together, uh, Dwayne Washington uh, oh. w- was a big road bump in both of those leagues. Everybody's waiver wire darling, you know, going to blow up. Nope. Only thing that blew up was his ankle. <laughs> the funny thing is, let's tell all these fantasy uh, football fans out there. We were on this thing called Group Me Chat. Our buddy Josh Elder set it up. And so Tucker is famous. So the whole league's on it, so you can type in, text, whatever, and boom, it goes to the whole league. Tucker's famous for these little tidbits of info he puts in on the uh, group. Me chat, my favorite one, was the – what's his name again? Dwayne Washington? Yeah. The Dwayne Washington experiment has failed and failed badly or whatever. <laughs> he said, oh, God, it was hilarious. But anyway, if you all like to chat during your fantasy football games, do this group me chat thing. It's fantastic. Hank, tell me about your uh, fantasy weekend. Oh, I came into it strong this weekend and uh, thought I was sitting in good position. Usually I'm, I'm a glass half empty kind of guy when I'm in my week and I'm like, oh, they're going to beat me. Well, I get through the day and I'm up 35 but after the four o'clock games, and I still have Antonio Brown to go. So, what do I feel like I'm going to get 55 out of this? Maybe sure. I don't know. Possibility. I don't, I don't care that Willie Sneed put up two. Who cares? <laughs> I got my boy Brown getting ready to drop 20 on you. But what I didn't know, or I didn't anticipate, is Roethlisberger throwing five touchdowns and only two of them being to my boy. Right. The other thing I didn't anticipate was uh, Le'Veon Bell coming back and having. 17 points. Who would have thought – you knew he was going to come back and sure. they were going to give him the rock, but 144 yards rushing, then he caught a couple balls out of the backfield too? Yeah. Unbelievable. Um, D'Angelo who? Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Do he we disappeared. see D'Angelo anymore? I mean, what do you think? I think well, – I think be we exciting? Would, yeah, I think we'll yeah, see Yeah, maybe him. on – Well, the first the – first, Maybe five – five The first five or ten plays, they game. had Le'Veon Bell out at wide receiver and D'Angelo in the backfield. Is that right? Yeah. They did. So, but huh. – no. He won't get any serious no. carries anymore. Le'Veon's yeah, Le'Veon Unless you're a Le'Veon Bell owner, D'Angelo's dead to you. Yeah, yeah. he's been relaxing, smoking weed for like four games. Hey, don't worry about that. <laughs> Chilling. Yeah, Chilling. Yeah. That's why he's doing so well. He's refreshed. Yeah. Anyway, I went down 140 to 120, still putting up big numbers. You know, my team's 2-2. Two and two. I was number one in power ranking coming last week. That and I'm scoring a 120 points and I'm pulling I'm losing games. So something's going wrong. And it's gotta come together right now during the bye weeks <laughs> when I'm gonna get screwed. You're preaching to the choir with your boy sitting beside you because yeah. he's been throwing up some yeah. points. With a one and three record, game. I was number two in your power rankings. Right, so. power <laughs> rankings. I'll tell you what to do with those power <laughs> rankings. Exactly, exactly. Power rankings. Well, over here on this side, I've got three teams. I uh, moved to two and two. I went, I went two and one this week, moved to two and two and Two leagues and dropped to three and one. I took my first loss of the week in the other Hickory League. You know who I ran into? The Matt Ryan Julio Jones combo. Good uh, combo. Uh, That's gross. Like Matt Ryan scored fifty plus, and then Julio had forty some. Two players, ninety eight some point. It was nuts. So, I, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get a W out of that. No. So I just took my loss, and we'll move on Take to week to week five. Exactly. And speaking of week five, let's move. Actually, you know what? We're not going to move there yet. We need to talk about something tough. One reason I wanted you to be in the house today is because you know I know that you're a huge college football fan, right? Yes, huge sir. Huge college football fan. And more specifically, a Tennessee volunteer fan? Yep. Yep. So this weekend, we experienced something. It was almost magical. Oh, it was, it was, <laughs> you know, it was, it was magical. It was Daber Copperfieldish. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and so let's, re, let's go back about you know a few days and let's – can you paint this picture where what you were doing at approximately let's say it was about 6:15 Saturday evening 13 seconds left in the Tennessee Volunteers Georgia Bulldogs game in Athens Georgia tell me what you were doing what were you feeling well once i got back to my chair getting another Coors light yes um looking at my 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 son just shaking my head saying it's over it's was over was he crying was hunter no, crying or no he, he was looking strong? at me let me frame this for you about with about 2 or 3 minutes to go Tennessee's up, and and you know we're all good. You know everybody's happy. Sure. Nothing's gonna happen. And my son uh, keeps cheering, just yelling. And I said, and he he says, "Why aren't you cheering?" And I said, well, "There's time on the clock. You know, it's not over till the time runs out." Yeah. And of course, Eason hits that 50-yard bomb. Uh, Georgia goes up, 
And then, then now I'm really sad. <laughs> sure, <laughs> sure. Making mm-hmm. sad, sad face. Sad face. Mm-hmm. And then you know, it's until hundred's over. Let's let's move on. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's go pick up sticks or something. <laughs> um, he looks at me and he says, "Daddy." It's not over till the time runs out. Oh, wow. He got you. He You're got in the game. That's some Iron Eagle stuff uh, right there. I look at, I look at him, and, and I, I tell you what, he I, I scared him to death. He about fell out of his chair because I gave him a couple of Ric Flair woos. <laughs> and just couldn't stop. The only sound was coming out of my mouth was woo. Then he started doing it. Yeah. And then it was yeah, pretty good. Then it was fun just watching all the – all the Georgia's faces. Yeah. Can I can I add something? Please. So I had a, a birthday party that I went to on Saturday, and so we were watch. I was watching this game on my phone. Okay, which wasn't ideal. Yeah. Chuck e. In the back of a yard, had beer. Yeah. But watching on my phone with a couple of dudes looking over the shoulder. In comes Tucker's wife into this party, and she's like. Hey, what's going on? I was like, where's Tuck? She's like, oh, really hurt his back today. <laughs> and he's sitting on the ch- on his chair. He can barely move. And I looked at her like, Do you know during the Tennessee game, he's got to sit down. <laughs> yeah, I'm, 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 oh, I'm sure he hurt his back, for sure. Definitely. For sure. So I'm glad that you were able to sit there and not have to watch this amazing win on my iPhone <laughs> at this party. Because it, was, it, it wasn't ideal. And did I mention that when I said woo, all the woos, I was sitting in a chair with a heating pad. Oh, okay. <laughs> Lauren, are you listening? Yeah. Just make sure Lauren's heating listening. Pad, heating yeah. pad. Hey, and make sure y'all look up on YouTube. They put out a video of that last play, Hail Mary. Yeah. And uh, they put the Titanic theme song to it. <laughs> and it shows Butch going down and just wailing, crying. Oh, that's great. It shows all the players like sitting on the ground. <clears throat> he just sprained his ankle. <laughs> just <laughs> gathering himself. And then it shows the Georgia fans just like... Oh, it's hilarious. You got to look at it. I can't wait. Mr. Sparks, one of our buddies' dads, went to the game, and he said that he stayed around with the Tennessee band, and they were playing and doing all this stuff for at least 30 to 45 minutes after the game. And normally, at a typical game, the crowd empties. The Georgia fans were such in shock. 45 minutes later, they're still maybe – 40% 40% of the stadium loaded with Georgia fans with like this. They can't move. Is that not unbelievable? <laughs> they are just in a – they're shell-shocked. But anyway, let's – what would you go – say that game goes in his, down in history, Tennessee, Georgia. Is that the best finish ever? Because they've had some crazy-ass well, finishes. You know, I, I, was in, I was in Neyland Stadium in 2001 when the, the famous Chavis prevent defense I was there allowed too. Georgia to just walk down and score and yes. kind of the same thing. But also – don't forget, two, three years ago or, um, in Knoxville, uh, Pig Howard fumbled, you know, on the um, in the end, end zone, zone yeah. to to lose the game. So Tennessee's been on the other end more than, more times more times than not than absolutely. not, and especially the last decade. So yeah. Well, as our Tennessee volunteer correspondent here, do you think this is a team of destiny, and they will continue marching forward until they hold that BCS trophy above <laughs> their head in January? <laughs> I think the most realistic Tennessee that fans, which, which there's not that many, we just want to get to Atlanta this year. Yeah, um, but we'll see the next two weeks. You know, they got to put four quarters together. A and M next week yeah. in Alabama. Then the following I week, mean, last year it was Tennessee goes up. Yeah. Tennessee goes up fourteen and loses the game. Now it's Tennessee goes up, you know, down fourteen and ends up winning the game. So yeah. they need to put it all together. And injuries on the defensive side. I mean, if you would have told me that Tennessee's five and zero, losing their. Uh, to middle linebacker, their outside linebacker, their um, you know their best corner. Right. All three are first, second rounders. Um, you know, I, I'll take it. Sure, absolutely. Well, good luck to your balls the rest of the season, Tuck. Enjoy those games this weekend. And you know, Hank and Will, fantasy fanatics, they are big Carolina Tar Heel fans. As the Georgia Tennessee game is unfolding on another channel, three set. I mean, virtually, it's all happening at the exact yep. same time. Uh, the kicker for Carolina knocks a 54-yarder in to beat the Florida State Seminoles in at Florida State. Unbelievable win, right? What were you yeah. got? You, were you able to watch that one too? Yeah, I. You know the the thing that was crazy is that Carolina marched down and got uh, PAT blocked when they uh, scored their last touchdown. Yep. And the people that we were with, I was I was with another Carolina fan. And he was like, lost the game right there. Lost the game. Florida State comes down, scores. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh. uh Field goal, right? No, scores. I think scores. Scores, yeah, scores. And now they're up by one. So he's like, I told you. Mm -hmm. That's it. We've lost. 
when they come down and that rocker of a kicker. Have you seen this cat? <laughs> yeah, no. Dude, this cat's hair's down the back. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> oh, he looks like he's he straight looked, from the 80s hair band. He looks like he's part of Rock and Roll Express. His hair is mid-back. Mid-back. And I swear to God, it was wet with, like, you know, oh. like, curl. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, he got out there. He's never hit longer than a 49-footer. 49-yarder. Pounds this thing into the right bottom corner. Wow. Right? He ran around like he was Tomahawk the Tomahawk chopping. Oh, yeah, he was going <laughs> down the field. It was great. Trip. Hey, got a question for you though. With all the coaching changes coming up, you know, possible, you know, they're, you know, worst case scenario, everybody's going Tom Herman to Texas, mm-hmm. Jimbo Fisher to LSU, with USC and possibly FSU coming up. You know, with that field goal, Fedora's name is starting to get in a lot of people's mouths. Are y'all Dude, worried at I've all? I've heard it. I've heard it for the USC job. Hey. Well, I'd say you always be worried, but, I mean, what can we do about it? You see the guns that that cat has? Mad- <laughs> yeah. Dude, he's jacked. He is jacked. jacked. He's not taking another Deflection. <laughs> Deflection. Yeah, he's getting, he's he's getting like, a lot of workout time yeah, in Carolina. he's like, try to fire me. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, I'm glad you guys enjoyed that uh, college football Saturday. It was awesome. State. That's the game I was watching. We easy went over the Deacons. That was on you know. the Ocho, right? <laughs> yeah. I, that was on the radio. Oh, yeah. Ocho, absolutely. That was on the uh, uh, Lifetime. <laughs> it's free form now. Well, um, in case you wondered, Notre Dame comes to state this weekend. First time ever to Carter Finley, so that's going to be interesting. Hopefully, state will continue this winning. Uh, Especially with Notre Dame being a mess. And they are horrendous. We actually it's a good have a time shot to get win. Notre Dame. You know, Vegas line came out, opened at three, Notre Dame. It's all the way to. Uh, NC State one and a half point favorite now. I don't doubt it. Yeah, they're favorite over Notre Dame. It's nuts. Um, Got that one. Screenshot that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's move forward real quick, if we will. Will, the reason, you know, besides just having your company here, I enjoy your presence, but you're a golf aficionado. And the Ryder Cup was this past weekend. And I don't know about y'all, but I think the Ryder Cup is the most special event that golf, that that there is in golf. Hands down. You know, don't you agree? Yes. More than the Masters, more than Absolutely. the U.S. Opens, any of that stuff. So tell me a little bit about how you spent your weekend with this Ryder Cup where you moved to tears. Any, did you throw a beer can at the television? What did you do? How did this golf tournament No, I, I watched every bit of it I could. Every yeah. single bit. This is the least football, college or pro, I've watched in a weekend in two years. Sure. Because, because Ryder Cup's the Ryder Cup. Yes, yeah. exactly. It's yeah. the one, one weekend I don't pay attention to football. But, no, it was just awesome. And you never, I never had a reason to throw a beer can because we were never down. They dominated. I mean, the closest they got was 5-3, and it was over. Right. And, I mean, how about Patrick Reed? Unbelievable. I mean, talking about making a name for yourself, that, everybody wants that boy on the team now. Yes. Like, from years – he could probably be – 25th in the world and they're trying to make captain speak they're like uh, I want that guy right because he's so fiery you know let's say and let's put ourselves if we can Tucker maybe not you you don't play golf but do you play golf Tuck? no okay let's talk to you then. <laughs> I'm going I'm to talk to you guys over here um, <laughs> can you if let's say you were a member of this team would you be stoic like let's say I'm trying to think of a guy that's very calm or would you be passionate like Reed or would you be in the middle like what who would you be like on this team well, let, let, let's go on record of saying that I feel like the European team used the crowd as an excuse this week. And I, I'm sure they were they showed their asses. The crowd? The crowd. Oh, there. God. You could hear me on Baba Booey like every other shot. Yeah, I'm sure it was ridiculous up there. And that can get annoying. But as a player on the, on the course, with that aside, I think you would have to be – Jacked up. I couldn't imagine sitting on the side of the green and watching one of your teammates hit a putt and you not freak out. Seriously, right? Sure. So I mean, the stoic, the stoic guy has to be the guy with the ice water in his veins that just nails a putt and you're like, whatever. I've like Stinson's kind of like that. Stinson, right. Stinson, that's a perfect, perfect description. Yeah, yeah, because he doesn't show much emotion. But how could you not be all jacked right. out of your, you know, gourd? Sure. If you're playing in that thing and. Got all those fans cheering just for you. Like, look what it did to Rory. Yeah. I mean, Rory yeah. was going nuts, but he was feeding off the fans. Yeah. Yeah, that Rory Reed match, that's going to go down in history. That thing was phenomenal. Phenomenal. Awesome. Um, and the one good thing that this Ryder Cup turn has, has helped us get motivated to do, we're going to have our own Ryder Cup. Have you heard this? Oh, you've heard this. Yeah, we've been talking about this for a while. Sorry. <laughs> Drunk again. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we're going to have a meeting next Tuesday. Uh, I wasn't gonna- invited to that meeting. Were you not? No, 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 oh, no. Right. Put it after this. Oh, it's after this. After this next week. Okay. We're going to have a meeting of the class of 92 versus the class of 95-ish. Ish. Yeah. Ish. 
And it will be eight representatives from each team. We're going to have same format as the Ryder Cup did, but we're going to try to consolidate it into a Friday, Saturday if we can. Have we thought of a date? April. That's what we're going to go okay. talk about during the meeting. So anyway, this Ryder Cup that we've seen this weekend has really got us going to have our own Ryder Cup. We've been talking oh, yeah. about this we've been for talking years. about it for three years. So it's time to get it done. And man, I can't. How fun is this event going to be? It'll be incredible. It's going to be I, awesome. I got to tell you, it's going to be. I, I feel. Are we going to travel for this? We're going to do it here. First it, one here. Yeah, First I, one here. I think that that's smart because I can tell you right now, I've seen these sixteen guys. Yes. <laughs> I have a pretty intimate relationship with all of them. And it is not going to be good. Yeah. You know, I tell you this right now. Tell you the truth, it ain't going to be good at all. So let's just hope that we all come out of this unscathed. Absolutely. We're, Tucker, I would like at this time to invite you to be a vice captain of our team. <laughs> Will you like to be a vice captain? Oh, yes. I'm, I'm, I will bear witness to this. Yes, uh, thank you. Well, you were definitely invited. We want you to be a part of the team. Will he be part of 92 no, or 95 I figure somebody else and is going to ask him like somebody from your team, so it's, we're going to see where his loyalties lie. And by That's accepting we'll that invitation, that means you're DD. <laughs> oh, he's out. <laughs> he's out. Is there an alternate? <laughs> Oh, breaking news, breaking news. Today is National Vodka Day. Someone just... Hey, <laughs> hey, Today is National Vodka Day. I know where I'm going to here. This is wonderful, wonderful. Well, um, guys, before we leave our commentary, we are going to have to kind of pick up the pace just a little bit. Oktoberfest is taking place here in Hickory, North Carolina this week. You know, it's some people's favorite weekend of the year, Tuck. I know it's third on your list right behind the NBA draft. And, uh, <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> but uh, Oktoberfest... It's you the know, WNBA draft. Yeah, WNBA draft, that's right. The Freaks come out tonight typically this is the lineup for the Oktoberfest. you've got the number one zz top impersonator band is traveling from ohio to play hickory north carolina saturday night the number one zz top band <laughs> incredible. incredible i didn't know they right? had zz top bands yes, oh yeah they they've got every band oh buddy. yeah buddy so before we leave this and talk about fantasy football does anyone want to talk about their favorite Oktoberfest story it could be you know a turkey leg you ate and got sick off of, or you drank too many steins of that little root beer that they sell, <laughs> or you went to do well, the cakewalk and you stumbled and fell into one. What? Tell me something, Will. I'm Get not. Um, I'm not that huge of a Hickory, North Carolina Oktoberfest fan. Um, but probably if a, there was a story to be told, yes, it was about me because I was so hammered when I was down there. So, oh yeah, of course. Were you the driving to crying? Were you there for the driving to crying? Yep. Sh- yeah. yeah, I was there. Yeah. Do you remember it? Not really. I remember it vividly, sir. <laughs> you were the druggest dude in Catawba County. <laughs> Hank, any good stories? Tuck? I've got a great one. You're not even going to believe this. Okay. You will oh, not God. believe it. Do you know that they used to have this thing where you can sit in and you can jump? And it jumped It jumped like 30 feet. I saw it. Yeah, they like strap that. you in. They yeah, yeah. You in, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So this lady who is from some section of the county that I'm not really well-versed in, Decided that she was going to do it, and she had been overserved. Okay, <laughs> her husband or companion—I'm not sure which—had a Budweiser box cut in the leader hose, right? and he was egging her on. All right, he's like, "Yeah, get on there, baby." So she gets up there and she jumps like three times. Right, fourth jump. She swings her foot, kicks her flip-flop like 60 yards, right? Next thing you know, they pull them both down. I just see them stumbling towards the flip-flop. I don't know if it was recovered or not, but we at that point left because that is the type of person that's up there just messing around. Oh, Harris was there, so it had to be in the last seven years, and I bet you it was in the last two years. Yeah. Just having a time at October. How about you? Anything uh, I get nothing to compete with that. Let's just leave leave that alone and let's move on. Thank you. The champion today. All right, boys. Let's move on to some fantasy football action. Y'all, week five, you know, The bye weeks, we really jump into them now. Bye weeks this week, guys. This is a big, big bye week material. We've got the Saints are off. The Seahawks are off. Chiefs and the Jaguars. Two big quarterbacks, three big tight ends, a couple receivers. Going to have to reach and dig deep. Waiver wires, right, Will? Waiver wires. So um, let's move to our injury report real quick. The big news, I guess the biggest of all the injury reports, Cam Newton and Carson Palmer, both in concussion protocol right now. Who knows if they're going to play? Cam's hit, if we can talk about it quickly, 
Do you think he was showboating? Or what? Yeah. That was definitely absolutely. a showboating kind of move. All he had to do is get in the end zone. He won't be touched. Or maybe a glancing blow. Ron Rivera said he'd do it too. He said he'd do exactly what the defender did. Right. He'd pop him. Pop him. Right. Which he should have. Sure. So, come on, Cam. What the Might hell as well drop the ball before you get to the goal. Yeah, right. Derek Anderson did come and replace Cam, and actually he moved the ball pretty good. But, he had you know, two touchdowns. Yeah, he did two picks, too. Yeah, one, one pick six. Yeah. Uh, other injuries, Matt Forte was seen leaving on a cart during their the Jets game this past Sunday. No news as of yet. He might have been carted to the club. We don't know where he went. True, <laughs> true. Yeah. Who knows where that guy's at? Yeah, there's been yeah no information since they saw him leaving on a cart. So, yeah, it might become Oktoberfest this week. <laughs> <laughs> Bring your Budweiser leader. <laughs> Uh, Eric Decker, questionable this week, still with this nagging shoulder injury. Des Bryant did not suit up last week. I don't. Uh, uh, Tuck, have you heard any Des news? I mean, this is Jerry Jones, so um, him and he says don't. He wouldn't count him out. So yeah, he's not playing. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> not be probably not. And um, also Charles Sims, keep your eyes on him with Doug Martin out. Charles Sims getting the the majority of the work, but now he's coming up a little bit hobbled. Let's keep your eyes on that injury report for Mister Sims. So with all these injury reports and the bye weeks, Will, who are we going to target waiver wire this week? Let's see. Well, Blau Powell. Because, because of uh, Forte got carted off or whatever. Uh, if you haven't gotten Terrence West, Terrence West would be a good one. Yeah, what's going on in Baltimore? So Forsett got dropped. Yeah, they cut, mean, him. they cut him. Cut him. Yeah, they cut him. He's gone. What's Buck Allen? He's decided not to play football. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> he's decided that he no longer likes the sport. Right, and he has not elected to show up this season. Sure. I mean, I. You got to think though that he's got to be number two now. Well, there's Dixon, right? Tucker, isn't that the dude's name? Yeah, Kenneth, Kenneth, Kenneth Dixon. Dixon. He'll be back for week five, and you know, well, who will get like Terrence well, West, Kenneth Dixon, I, I guess Buck you, Allen? You, you pencil Kenneth Dixon as as your goal line back. Okay, um, yeah, he's and a bigger. Start to steal some carries away from Terrence West. Um, mm-hmm. So I mean, it's it's. I mean, if you got West, I say roll with him. Yeah. You know, but just be aware that Dixon is there, and then it could get a little muddied later on. So if he has another hot, you know, good week. Might be a good time to try to. It didn't Buck Allen. It ain't. Is he still? But he's on the team. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Are you paying him? I, he's probably paying them. <laughs> I mean, my God. I mean, they just dropped Forsett. I mean, how many running back? I mean, Forsett was came in as. It was their starter. Their starter. Yeah. And for him not to be on the team anymore, you got to have a question mark back there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I mean, Buck Allen. I, I drafted him thinking hey, I'm the smartest guy on the planet. That <laughs> worked out for you. <laughs> that has never worked out well for me. Who else right. got? Wilbur? Also got. We said Kenneth Dixon, Steve Smith Senior. Yeah, he's playing really well late. Yes, uh, nice game last weekend. I think his numbers. I've got his stuff right. He had eight receptions for a buck eleven and a, and a touchdown. That dude can still roll. God, I love this dude. If Odell Beckham could focus his. Anger right. the way Steve Smith does. Right. Oh, absolutely. Odell Beckham will be something else. Keep on going, Will. Then you also got to look at uh, Terrence Williams. Yeah, with the Dez injury. Actually, if Dak Prescott actually focused in on Terrence Williams, actually threw him the ball, I want to say he had maybe how many targets? I think he had about eight targets, Tuck. That's the most he's had in about six games. Because they never look his way. But with the Dez injury, Terrence Williams might be somebody to look after. Yep. Yeah, with, with the, him being so comfortable with Cole Beasley and Jason Witten, it was nice to see him spread around a little bit. Yeah. Um, also, you got the Quincy. How do you pronounce his last name? Hank, this ball. is you, buddy. What? I knew you or whatever that I knew about. you when you were <laughs> yeah. someone else. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he is the individual that I think uh, would be still out there. Yeah, yes. Guarantee you. 1.3% owned right now is my uh, data, as tells me here. You, you know also a wide receiver that is, I mean, put up decent numbers, and it's because you got a quarterback that's throwing with both arms, is <laughs> Sammy Coates. Yeah. 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 Sammy I thought, Coates. I thought of one more, too. Since Brady's coming back for the Patriots, you might want to look at Chris Hogan. Hey, brother. <laughs> <laughs> but it, w- one more to add on there, too, is is by default, Robert Woods is the new number one in Buffalo. So That's what right. to do with him? Do you, do, you, you know, do you have room on your team for a number one wide receiver? I think most of us do. We've talked yeah. about Robert Woods several times okay. during this podcast, and we're like, this is the week. This is the week. He never shows up. He had 12 points this week. Yeah. Did he? Yeah. yeah. Well, maybe that. Maybe it's well, a lot of that. For him. Yeah. A lot of that's who's thrown in the ball because yeah, Tyrod's inconsistent, yards. very, very inconsistent. But, but. T-Mobile, yep. Um, and with these buys, you know, specifically, let's talk about tight ends quickly on our waiver wire. So the Saints with have a buy. 
That's Flaner out. Seahawks have a bye. Jimmy Graham out. Chiefs have a bye. Travis Kelsey out. That's three starting tight ends. Tuck, on my waiver wire targets for tight ends, I've got Hunter Henry, Jesse James, and Richard Rodgers for Green Bay. You think they're probably available out of those three? Who would you want to pick up? First thing you do is look to see if that owner that had Zach Hurts dropped them. Oh, true, so, Zach Hurts. So go after look that's after, number one. Look after Zach Hurts and some Yahoo leads. You might even find Tyler Eifert out there. Um, if so, he's your number one ad this week. Um, but there's is, other there's is other he coming back for sure. He's playing week five. From what I understand, yeah, that's huge. He's back. I think that's huge news. But, if he is healthy enough to play. But you've also got you know guys like Will Ty, who with Larry Donnell being, I think he's hurt pretty bad. So you have Will Ty that's going to dominate you know the snaps there. So they're terrible. If Will you have Ty to, sucks. if you have to, so. <laughs> I mean he does. I mean Larry Donnell, Will Ty, they you know what I'm saying? Like, come on, do yeah. something. Who's Larry. Hunter? Who's Hunter Henry? He's done something. Okay. He's he's actually performed the last okay. couple of weeks. So those are some tight ends to look at. Thank you, Tucker and Hank. Let's talk about quarterbacks. Drew Brees on the shelf by Russell Wilson on the shelf. Is this the Carson Wentz week? Is this where you pick him up and put him in your lineup? Because you have Brees. I have Brees. Yes. I got to make a move. So what are you going to do? I got to make a move. Well, let me tell everybody out there so they know how to block <laughs> my move. Come on, Chad. You're better than that. Uh, but Wentz, this you know because you have Wentz who's going to go against Detroit. Which there's been some cats scoring heavily against Absolutely. Detroit. Absolutely. You know, the other guys you have to choose between are Tannehill, Prescott, Mariota. Ken, I mean, uh, Wentz is looking pretty good. Get Wentz number one out of all that list right. oh, yeah. against the Lions defense. Right. All day. All day. I'm also looking at Brian Hoyer. I got him on my list too. Del, and he's playing at Chicago, right? He's replaced Cutler. Jeff played Indianapolis. Oh, God. That. Wentz one, <laughs> Wentz one, Hoyer two on that list then, and then Mariota three. I can't put Tannehill on a list. No, no. I mean, you know, I he doesn't deserve to be on a list. Prescott. Prescott I mean, he's he, Sam Bradford's out there too, probably. Sam Bradford. So do you need yeah. do you need a Not quarterback? Me. Tuck. This yes, week? you do. Yes, yes I do. Since okay, so you're going after Palmer's Hoyer. Palmer bumped his head. Palmer. So you're going after Hoyer. <laughs> I will be going after Wentz. <laughs> What do you talk? Very nice. Very <laughs> a lot of nice. smoke being thrown here. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Well, anyway, so those are your waiver wire targets for this week, week five. And uh, breaking news, breaking news. All right, guys, hot off the wire here. We watched last night's Monday night game. Let's talk briefly about Odell Beckham's, let's say, if you will, self-destruction. What's going on with this dude, Will? He's just a head case. He can't, he can't figure out how to control his emotions in a positive way. Like we were talking about Steve Smith. Right. He knows how to do it. He gets fired up and he plays better. He gets this guy gets fired up and gets kicked out of games and hits kicking nets and bangs them into his head. Yeah, yeah. And you know, we've all done that. When he, <laughs> when he played the Panthers last year, you really saw when him and Norman went up against each other. You saw kind of what a baby he was, mm-hmm. and people are just coming out and defending him and saying it's passion. It's not at this it's point. Past, it's not it's passion. Me. I was giving it to him week two and three. Hey. Let a, give him some slack. He plays with a lot of passion, right. but now it's moved a little past that. you got a couple quotes, don't you, right off the yeah, wire there, he, Hank? He said right after the game, and he was talking about league officials, he was saying, if I sneeze the wrong way, it'll be a flag. If I tie my shoes the wrong way, it'll be a fine. Now, that's ridiculous. And yeah. you know who that reminds me of? Owens. Yeah. Right? T.O. Yep. It reminds me of T.O. Because it was all about him. And this, this kind of stuff right here, you don't think about it right now, but this leads to a short career. Because then people start saying, I don't want you. Like, he didn't get the balls that, mm-hmm. you know, it affects everything. And even his own quarterback threw him under the bus. I mean, at the end, in his interview, he said he brings it on himself. See, that's when it gets really worrisome when you're – like, if you got your teammates behind you, it's just the media put painting, a bad, painting you in a bad picture, that's one thing. But if your teammates start painting right. you saying – I'm not sure about this guy. That's when he gets trouble in the locker room. Yeah. Especially Eli, one of the quietest superstars. Yeah, he doesn't say anything yeah. ever. He's just so. going to turn into a cancer, and it's going to break the whole locker room. On the, yeah, on the other side of that, did you see what Brandon Marshall said again about Fitzpatrick? He had his back. He said, I would, I would go, go down, down with the ship, the ship yep. with him. That's, and that's awesome. what you want. That's exactly what you want. And watch them maybe get this thing turned around, because Fitzpatrick is playing horribly right now. Gosh. I mean, that's, he has nine interceptions in two games. <laughs> Good night. I could do that. So anyway, let's keep Don't our eye on yourself the- short. You can throw more picks than that. <laughs> I could throw eleven, probably. Let's keep, our- <laughs> let's keep watching this Odell Beckham thing and see how it kind of plays itself out. Also, the Julio Jones record day: twelve for uh, three hundred yards. Blah blah blah. Josh Norman. 
his response to Julio to, to Julio Jones record day. What did he say? He said it was disrespectful for them to put a rookie on Julio Jones since he's the best receiver in the league. Which shows me there's still bad blood between the Carolina oh, Panthers yeah. and Josh Norman. Some still animosity. There. He's and he's kind of off base because I read an article about it. He was talking about putting a rookie on him. Well, they had Bradley on him some, but Ben Wickery was on him more. Than what yes. Josh Norman's saying. And he got toast. And he got <laughs> destroyed. Yeah. They said, or he said, man, I was real tired out there. <laughs> like it's I was real tired. Yes, I mean, I guess you were, buddy. Yeah, I mean, you, you were. When you're watching his heels the whole game, <laughs> of course you're going to be tired. Oh, gosh. When that was up- kind of his coming out party for Jones. I mean, you know, I... I he had underperformed in some games. Yeah. And now, you know, he's leading the league in receiving yards. 483. Right, yeah. 300 well, of it. 300 of them. Yeah, 300 came from the Panthers. But him and Marvin, jo- Marvin Jones is 482. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, he is. <laughs> uh, our last segment here on our breaking news segment, obviously everybody knows who we've been waiting, anticipating. Tom Brady, back, week five, as a Gronk owner. Yes. Are you very, very pleased? Yes, I am. Yes. Um. But what yeah. what can we anticipate Brady to do this this first? Will he start first of all? Will they play him? Yeah, they got him. Hell yeah! He's been, he hasn't played in four weeks. Like no practices. He's, been, he's not been able to do anything. He's been laying around naked in Italy. That lucky bastard. I would do <laughs> with Giselle. With Giselle hey, son of a you know he's ready to get it on. God hey, dang it. hey, he's gonna be just fine. And when he hits that field, oh. he's gonna know exactly what to do. He, there, there's not gonna be a, every lineman may catch touchdowns this week. You know, I mean, <laughs> That's you, right. anybody that you can start for, he'll throw into the punter. Yeah. You know who they're playing too. Cleveland. Hey. Oh, hey, they, oh. Bad Poor news. Cleveland. Maybe they'll just play him two quarters. Of <laughs> we'll exactly. see. I'm, I'm excited to see Tom Brady back, too. It's going to be you know, good to have him back in the mix. Yep. That's great. Uh, good job on our injury waiver wire and breaking news segment. Hi, I'm Alan. I'm Chris. And we're the co-hosts of Foot Candle Films, a movie review and film discussion show here on TheMesh.TV. Each episode, we talk about some new movies, cover some film news, and have some recommendations. And trust us, we're just as likely to talk about the latest Jim Jarmusch film as we are the newest Transformers installment. Hold on, don't get too crazy. Uh, Well, okay, maybe not that bad. But you can find our show and all our episodes on TheMesh.TV. Plus, you can subscribe to get new episodes delivered right to your computer or mobile device. We'll see you in the ticket line. Tuck, I got a segment for you. We're going to pass this around. This is to trade or not to trade. Almost like a stock up, stock down kind of segment. All right, as a DeAndre Hopkins owner right now, if someone coming off two subpar weeks, especially last week, dude, six yards, what? one ball for six yards? Yeah. You know, um, so if someone were to offer you Marvin Jones for DeAndre right now, would you take the offer? It'd be tempting. Um it, it, I never had to really think about all that much because they have Marvin Jones and DeAndre Hopkins on the same squad. But I'm, I'm not pushing the penny button on Hopkins right. at Ain't all. I'm not, a, a rook, Will Fuller playing his playing his mind out of his mind right now. But I'm not. Hey, DeAndre Hopkins is one of the best wide receivers in the NFL. Just freaky catch radius. You throw it up there, he's going to catch it. Um, they put a lot of this on him in double team the entire game. Okay. So I don't care if you're Randy Moss. You know that you get doubled the whole time. Um, no, I'm not. No, I would not. Holding on to DeAndre, I like that uh, uh, advice too. Will got one for you. As a Gronk owner, with Brady coming back, Gronk getting ready to w- hopefully blow up for you. Right? He was mm-hmm. your first round selection. It's time, week five. If someone were to offer you Ezekiel Elliott right now, straight up for Gronk, tell me what you would do. That's a tough one. Uh, considering I'm thin at running back, right? But it's like Tucker was saying, it'd be tempting, but. Good night. Who knows what Gronk's going to do over the next four weeks. Plus, he hasn't really played any snaps because they've been resting him for Brady to get back, sure. in my opinion, yeah, because of his hamstring tweak. I guarantee you the boy's at 100% right. come Sunday. Yeah. So I, I think I'd probably just have to hold on to him. Gotcha. And, Hank, let's throw one at you here. We were just talking about Odell Beckham. You told me what you thought about him, that you know it's gone over the line. Let's say LaShawn McCoy owner said, hey, man. I'll trade you straight up for Odell Beckham right now as a LaShawn McCoy owner. Is that was that something that you would think about? Would you make the move? I got you know as much as I hate what Odell Beckham's doing right now, he's the only playmaker on the field, and so he can't have this bad a 
year. Because Victor's lost a step. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he, at least he's serviceable. So I think that I would probably stick with Odell Beckham. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think he's one. I'd rather have a whole lot of other receivers in front of him. Well, let's talk about that. Allen Robinson in front of Odell Beckham? Probably. DeAndre Hopkins in front of Odell Beckham? Hmm. Right now, no. I think Odell Beckham's going to – this is either going to send him into a inferno downhill or he's going to come out of this and play well the rest of the year to prove a point. I just don't know if he's mature enough to do that. But he's he was drafted in the top three. got to stick sure. with your guns. Sure. What, what about your Odell and Marvin Jones? How about That's, that? I was getting ready to say that too. Marvin Jones or Odell Beckham? I, I would pick Marvin Jones right now. Yeah. You have to. Wow. And Marvin Jones went in sixth round. Four eighty-two, third pick. It's crazy, right? And you know, I mean, that's that's the kind of stuff you're working with. And can I go ahead and just applaud the brain trust that we brought in here? Because I think I heard Tucker just say "catch radius." I mean, this this is unfathomable that we're getting this kind of vocabulary. I read out of it our guests. So, congratulations! Thank you for yes. being here and only bringing what the bar team. up. What a team! I wonder when Addison used to do this podcast if he ever mentioned the the phrase "catch radius." Do you think that ever came out no, of his mouth? No, I hey, barely had catch. This reminds me of something. It last might have involved week. lightning bugs. This reminds me of something that last week at work, uh, Heather, one of our graphics girls, sent out an email, and she was telling us that. She was going to be out of town on Friday with her husband going to medical appointments, whatever. And she said, and she sent it to all, all the sales guys, everybody, and was like, um, if you need something from me, I will take care of it. What was the word she used? Remember that? Expeditiously. Expeditiously. Whoa. Whoa. Well, Tucker responds, I can't say that word. <laughs> and then she spells it out real elementary. And she said, what did you say about the, the – Oh, gosh. Well, it's about you said we don't use words company bigger policy. than three syllables. Yeah. Your, fi- your employee file has been noticed. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, it's hilarious. All right, guys. Well, good segment there to trade or not to trade. Now let's dive right into the fantasy 45, the fastest 45 seconds. We're going to talk about each game. We're just going to go around the shoe. All right, boys, around the shoe. We will start with you. We're going to go take you to San Francisco. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> was that an elf? It was like a guy that said, Yeah, you know that commercial with San Francisco, that hamburger running, whatever. Yeah. That, that's, yeah. That's, ding, that's, ding. What they, that's what that came from. Oh, okay. I heard today, just talking about San Francisco real quick, Colin Kaepernick, right? They're giving Blaine Gabbert one more week. So does Kaepernick really have to be terrible if he hadn't beaten Blaine Gabbert out yet? I mean, he's got to suck. If he hadn't beaten him yet. Or they just don't like him. I mean, how, how do you explain it? He's got to be a better athlete than Blaine Gabbert. I don't, I don't know. Blaine Gabbert's a pretty dang good athlete. But he can't win a game. Yeah. You know what no. I'm saying? He might be able to win a race, but. Yeah, he can win a race, but not a football. game. Well, so anyway, y'all keep your eyes on that. They said within by mid-October, which is maybe two weeks, look for uh, Kaepernick back in there. Will, let's go. Thursday night action, 825 kick. San Francisco host Arizona Cardinals, both teams reeling right now, reeling. Las Vegas has got the number set at Arizona, a four-point favorite on the road, which makes San Francisco a dog at home. Total, 42. That one kind of worries me. But who's uh, Arizona's backup? Drew Stanton. Drew Stanton. That's right. See, he's pretty serviceable. But, I mean, he's serviceable. He can come in and throw the ball. I thought he I pitched in MLB. <laughs> I think he did at one time. Yeah, I thought he I played for the Braves. Did. I think I'd have to lean – I have to take the points in San Francisco. So San Francisco plus the four? And under. I love the under, too. And let's think about this fantasy-wise. So Larry Fitzgerald, Michael Floyd, and John Brown with a new quarterback coming in with Drew Stanton. Yikes. Do you bench these dudes? I mean, uh, can you a, afford to start them? That's a tough one. San Francisco's D does kind of suck. Oh, and Navarro Bowman's out for the year. Did you see that? Yeah, I saw it. Torres Achilles. And Chris Johnson is out for the year. He's done. Chris Johnson's done mm-hmm. for the year? What happened to him? He had that non-contact injury, something in his knee got – Tore up. Uh, so that leaves the running back, um, Johnson, right? Yeah, just David Johnson. David and then the Johnson. back with Andre Ellington and Stephon. Is it Stephon Taylor still there? He's still there. But those receivers, there's three great receivers out on their team. That you, Would you start them, Hank? Would you start I got them? one of them, and I'm not going to start them. Yeah, that's tough. Hmm. Well, I'm digging what you're saying about San Francisco plus the four. Arizona's reeling. San Francisco at home keeps it kind of close. Let's they go. They play good D at home. They do. Even though the yeah. Bowman's out. Let's go San Francisco plus the four and under the 42. All right, Hank, coming your way. One o'clock tip. First game on Sunday, the Minnesota Vikings, who are undefeated and the number one team in the NFC right now, play host to the Houston Texans. Right now, Vegas got them set at 
Minnesota six point favorite at home. Total forty. I gotta tell you, man, Minnesota's home field advantage is that new stadium and it's loud. Did you see last night how tough Eli had it when oh, he was yeah. trying to call an audible? And it, just, I mean, it was tough in there. Um, but I, I think that this team, I think that they've their defense has really held them in check. Uh, the under in last night's game was the winner. Yes. Took that one. Oh, me too. Um, so I, I honestly think that Houston is going to come in there and beat them. Give them. Do you I, really? I feel like I trouble. feel like the pressure of keeping an undefeated streak is a lot harder to do as you start getting four, five, six, seven games in. So I'm going to take Houston and I'm going to take those six points. Houston plus, plus the six. Plus Texans are def- at some point Bradford's going to turn back to Bradford. You think? Yeah. I don't know. I think he's in the right spot. This is my thought. Remember how the Panthers got on this roll last year, right? With a solid defense, good quarterback play. We're great quarterback play. I mean, he was the MVP of the league. This Minnesota team, dude, it reminds me of them. Not offensive juggernauts, but the defense can keep them in any game. Until somebody knocks Minnesota off, dude, I'm going to roll them. To the to the cashier every single time. So I'm going to go opposite of you. I'm going to take Minnesota minus the six, but still lean that un, lean the forty under because until somebody gets score on this Minnesota D, let's keep rocking it. All right, Tuck, on you, buddy. The Miami Dolphins one o'clock kick play host to the Tennessee. Oh, not the Tennessee Volunteers, but the Tennessee Titans. Miami, how can they be favored? I guess Tennessee sucks that much. Miami, a three and a half point favorite, total forty four. Well, I think in the NFL you get three just for being. At home, so yeah. it's pretty much even there. Um, Miami, you know, I, I like their head coach Adam Gase. I think they're going. He's going to that offense will start clicking if they can just execute. Why hasn't hasn't it so far? The, the run game is just is just terrible. Yeah, um, you know, and, and they don't have one good running back. They have four bad ones. Yeah, um, Tennessee. You know, yeah. I don't. Mariota at some point's got to start playing better. Um, Demarco Murray, man, he he's the entire offense there he right is. now. Um, I, I know everybody wanted, you know, everybody's darling Derrick Henry. You know, everybody wanted DeMarco Murray to fail to see Derrick Henry, but DeMarco is 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 killing it right now. Um, I want to say he's one of the top running backs in the entire NFL. He's uh, yard, yard fantasy wise, wise or NFL wise, both really. Uh, reality he's wise. fifth. He's had, he has three hundred and forty yards. Yeah. You know, and I, I'm going to give the points and take Miami at home though. Miami at home, minus the three and a half against this Tennessee team. I will kind of roll with you right there, Tuck, um, and I'm going to lean a little bit under 43-2. Wilbur, here we go. We talked about this game earlier. One o'clock kick in Cleveland. Tom Brady, he's back. Travels to Cleveland. Vegas likes Tom Brady a lot. Minus 10 on the road, total 47. This shouldn't even be a legal bet because (laughs) – I'm going to say that New England just waxes, you know what, yep. and I'm going to take the over. Taking the over and New England minus the 10. Tuck, do you hear this stuff about Josh Gordon? So now he's back in rehab. Yeah, he's, he had a, another slip-up with alcohol is what I read. Yeah. Man, so, this poor guy. Yeah. How many chances is he going to get, bro? And I don't Not just chances of playing football, just chances, chances of period. Of, yes. Um, hopefully, he get, hopefully he gets, his, gets the help and gets it right. And yeah. Cleveland says but, they're done with him. I mean, yeah, they, yeah Cleveland says he's done, so who knows? I mean, he could end up on another team this year. He'll go to, to Patriots next year. I don't know. Hey, Hank, what are you Oakland. thinking? Of- <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Oakland will, sure Oakland will have him. <laughs> so what were you thinking about in this New England game with Brady back and Chris Hogan, maybe? <laughs> hey, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think that Chris Hogan – could catch two two balls for yeah. six yards. There you go. All right. That, do that one again. Hey, brother. Thank you. All right, Hank, on you. Pittsburgh, they're playing well. Just destroyed Kansas City Chiefs on Sunday night. Playing host to the New York Jets. Again, as we mentioned, Fitzpatrick. Uh, nine interceptions in the last two games. He's been his opposition's best player. Pittsburgh, minus seven at home. Total 48. Opposition's best player. You wordsmith you. <laughs> I think with... Fitzpatrick's terrible play, no forte possibly. Right. Roethlisberger going to definitely throw three more. Sure. Brown loving to get flagged for his twerking. Dude, that's the funniest <laughs> crap. It so it's funny. hilarious. Oh, <laughs> this guy. They flag him quick. Yeah. They flag him quick. Not a, not a long twerk. No, he got three pumps in, I think. <laughs> Two pumps, maybe, maybe the third to get the flag. But I think this is about as safe a bet as you can make right now because – 
I, I don't think that the Jets have a chance, and I think that Pittsburgh is just getting into it right now. Especially at home, Pittsburgh, with that offense, Le'Veon Bell back in the mix, and Darrell Revis for the Jets, out with a hammy. So he might not even play. He's the one that would normally guard Antonio Brown, and Brown likes to guard or likes yeah. to have the best defensive player on yeah. him because he just likes to eat him up. And before we leave this, you were talking about two pumps earlier, yep. kind of like Tucker's bedroom. Hey, hey. <laughs> Okay, let's move on. <laughs> Unbelievable. Boston Moore, playing host to Washington, Tucker. This one's on you. The Ravens lost a tough one to Oakland Raiders last week. They are 3-1. and one. Washington trying to get on a roll. Baltimore at home, minus four total, 45. All right, well, um, first thing I'm going to do is watch this game. I just can't wait to see Josh Norman versus Steve Smith. I just Ooh. These two divas going at each other is nice going to tough. be great. Um, I, you know, Washington, they got Matt Jones finally going. I think that's going to be up and down and real frustrating for for Redskins fans and Matt Jones owners. Um, Terrence West, you know, you can do it one time. Let me yeah, see you do it twice. See it. You're right. Um, you know, you would. That's a, four points is a lot to give. Even you know, I'm, I'm gonna go with Washington on this. Okay. Just, a, just a gut feeling. Don't have much to support it, but I, I just have a feeling that that Washington can pull it off. Tucker likes Washington on the road. You know, we were talking about fantasy quarterbacks maybe on the waiver wire. Look for Flacco. Washington's defense is not good. If Flacco's on the waiver wire, you need to replace Breeze or Russell Wilson. If Flacco's out there, it might not be a bad uh, fantasy pickup. I'm gonna lean over the total 45. I'm gonna take Baltimore at home minus the three and a half. Wilbur, Detroit, host, Philadelphia. Philadelphia undefeated. Carson Wentz, no turnovers yet so far. Detroit coming off a poor performance against the Chicago Bears. They are at home now. They play better at home. Total, I'm sorry, Philadelphia favored on the road, minus three. Total, 46. I think it's going to be high scoring, so I'm definitely going over. And I'll go ahead and take Philly. They're playing better than Detroit. They are. They're playing. The only reason I'll disagree with you here, Carson Wentz, most of his games, I think two of the three have been at home and he performs well. Detroit's going to be loud in there. Detroit played terrible last weekend. I think they'll be ready. I could say Detroit gets the win, but I like the total over 46. One o'clock kick. Indianapolis Colts struggling. Chicago Bears struggling. Indianapolis at home, minus four and a half, 47 and a half, Hank. I'm taking Indianapolis. I don't think that Andrew Luck is going to have to throw from his butt this week like he does every other Chicago, week. Chicago, no pass rush. No pass rush. No. So if you give that guy time, he is one of the great quarterbacks in the league if you give him time, and I think he's going to prove it on this game. And Chicago just is a train wreck. And, it, in, it, I mean, is how long is Cutler out for? It's indefinite. I would guess he'd be back in the next week or two. Right. That's what I would think. But, you know, the offense for – Chicago has fallen apart too because like Jeffrey, who I actually have on my team, mm-hmm. I benched him. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's virtually they're not doing anything. So I think it's a easy bet taking Indianapolis. What's the coach in Chicago now? It's John Fox. Yeah, he said he's not afraid to make a change at quarterback. Let's read an article today. You mean to stay with Hoyer over mm-hmm. the color? Well, yeah. I think probably should. Yep. I mean, that's, that's what I believe, too. Yeah, I like Indianapolis to get it, home, get it done at home, too, Hank. Chicago won last week. Their team is terrible. They're not going to win back-to-back games, especially on the road. I like the under, too. I don't think Chicago can score very much. Yeah, mm-hmm. No, they can't. Um, but Indianapolis defense stinks. It does. But, but that is a lot of points. That's 47. You're going to lean under as well. Um, hey, Tuck, we talked about this guy at the beginning of your Moncrief. You know, he's out from probably – Another two weeks. You got Philip Dorsett, who's supposed to be getting some carries. I hear he's running wrong routes. Would you pick up Dorsett to fill in for Moncrief at all as a flex spot? I, I wouldn't. It depends on how bad I'm hurting a wide receiver. Um, you know, you could probably find Dorsett, and on, I'm not sure what the percentages are, but you can find it probably on a lot of waiver wires, especially sure. like 10 teams on Yahoo and things like that. Yeah. Um, I'm staying away from it just because they, they've got to get the ball, you know. He runs a limited route tree. You know, a lot of it is, is just go routes and it's just hitting them on the bomb. And Andrew Luck cannot get the time to throw the ball. The offense line is terrible. Yeah, they are bad. Very so, bad. So, in short, no. Gotcha. <laughs> All right, Will, 4 o'clock. This is the first 4 o'clock game. And actually, this is probably the best game. I don't know if you've noticed, none of these games are really too appealing. You know, no, no. we haven't seen any good matchups. This one could be Denver at home, Atlanta, the number one offense in all of the NFL, coming to the number one defense in all of the NFL. Offense versus defense, Denver, five and a half point favorite total, 47. That's a tough one right there. Um, 
I, I'm, a choo- I'm going to choose Denver to win. Okay. I just don't, how many points was it again? Five and a half. Opened at seven. It's been bet down to five and a half. I'd probably have to take Denver in the points, and I'd probably go under. You were leaning under the 47. You're saying Denver minus the five and a half yeah. to cover. Yeah. Remember this, too. Trevor Simeon went out, so they Pax- brought in the rookie. Paxton What's Paxton Lynch? Um, Guy's got a terrible facial hair collection going on. <laughs> Paxton Lynch does. Oh, he, looks like, he looks like Splinter off a of Ninja Turtles. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like a hungover Wolverine. <laughs> oh, kind of like Will's him. beard. <laughs> I got to check him out. But what, what I'm saying, Trevor Simeon, they haven't decided if he's going to play or not. So keep right. your eye on that. For some reason, I believe in this Atlanta offense. I, I know Tim, Denver's D is legit. It's number mm-hmm. one offense overall. Absolutely. Right I now. think they can score against this Denver D. I'm going to take Atlanta plus the five. They might not get it. Get the W. I think they'll cover the number. I'm going to take the over 47 and a half. Let's see if we see some some Ooh. points in that. I'm not. Is it 40? It is 47. That's a lot. Yeah, it is. That's, that's a whole lot. Let's see what we got. All right, 425 game. Hanky L A. The Rams coming off that big win against Arizona. Buffalo big win against New England last week. Traveling all the way across country. L A. Two and a half point favorite. Total 40. I think they're they're both trying to figure themselves out. I don't, you know both the. Biggest thing for LA is now they're scoring points, but I still don't. I, I think the win for Buffalo was bigger than the win for LA. So I like Buffalo mm. to come out there and win. And I know we talk about going across the country, and we're talking about some pretty technical stuff. I just heard my boy Tucker throw out limited route tree. <laughs> I'm pretty. I'm pretty scared about the discussions we're having right here. But my limited route tree for this game is Buffalo. Going out there. Your family has a limited route tree. (laughs) (laughs) Tank takes Buffalo plus the two and a half. Hey, they're on a roll. They won two in a row. Maybe Rex Ryan does have something figured out in Buffalo. I'm going to go opposite. I'm going to take L.A. minus the two and a half at home. Probably lean to the under. All right. uh, Tuckerino. Oakland. Playing host. San Diego. Big, big rivalry between these two. It always has been. It always will. Oakland at home. Minus four. Total 50 and a half. I think this is the highest uh, spread there is in week five. You know, these divisional matchups are a little scary, though. Mm-hmm. You know, the thing's going to be high. It could be low scoring. I'm, so, I'm gonna, first, I'll start off going with the under. Wow, okay. Um, but I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take uh, Oakland and give the points. I mean, Oakland's the – look out. They're, They're the, the third best yeah. offense in the NFL right now um, overall. So, you know, I, me likey. Yeah, check this out. So, someone offered me a Derek – I've got luck. And they offer me a Derek Carr, and it's like a throwaway guy, too. Um, what was he? Emmanuel Sanders. Derek Carr and Emmanuel Sanders for luck. He's playing awesome right now. Dude, he's one of the top fantasy football yeah. quarterbacks right now. Would you ever think about pulling the trigger on that? What's your record? Two and two. Ooh, that's tough, man. That is tough. You get two Emmanuel Sanders and, and Carr. As long as you don't have to drop somebody. I mean, that, that, might, that might not be bad. I mean, Well, Kenyon Drake I would drop. Well, it's <laughs> – Drop the Drake. Drop immediately. Is it, is it this early in the season where you get over where you drafted somebody That's right. and make the better decision with the team? I don't know. What worries me is that offensive line at Indy. I mean, he yeah. is he is on his back. I mean, he might be dead. You know, in like and three his shoulders weeks. banged to six. One yeah. more fall on that shoulder. Do yeah. it. I'm, I'm probably going to hold on one more week. But anyway, that's just, two weeks ago you would never even think about that. Yep. But now it's you know it's on your radar. Uh, Tuck's taking Oakland minus the four and under the 15 and a half. You know, I'm going to roll with them. Wilbur, three to go. Dallas at home, 425, playing Cincinnati. This game's a little surprising. So Dallas is at home. Romo's still out. Dak Prescott taking all the snaps. Dallas opened as a one-point dog. People are starting to come Dallas's direction now. They're actually – it's at a pick or even Dallas minus one. We'll do it as a pick. Dallas, even money, pick them, 45-and-a-half total. I like Dallas at home. And Dak's playing well, and they're opening up playbook for him. He's throwing a little longer. He's not dinking and dunking all the time. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to take Dallas. And what would you say the other was? 45. I'd probably have to lean towards the under. Yeah. But I never know – no, I'm gonna say over because AJ Green might just, just talk himself again. into it, folks. Just talk <laughs> yeah, himself into it. Yeah. Turn himself right. Sorry, I had to circle. do it. I had to do it. Do you know Two this? Is, this, this is an interesting fact. So there's three quarterbacks that don't have a turnover yet this year. It's your boy Wentz. He's a rookie. Sam Bradford, new at the Vikings. Dak Prescott, two rookies. No turnovers. Yep. Is that not unbelievable? Unbelievable. I can't believe that it. That is unbelievable. Two it, two rookie quarterbacks. Two no rookie quarterbacks. No turnovers. Mm-hmm. Crazy. So um Will's gonna take Dallas. I kinda like Dallas at home, but mm, 
I'm not going to go in a circle. I'll roll with you with Dallas, and I'll stay under the total as well. No, you went over. I'll go. All right, Hank, two more to go. 8.30, Sunday night game, New York Giants, Eli Manning, Green Bay Packers, Aaron Rodgers, Green Bay, at home, Lambeau, minus 7, 48. Starting to get cold, er, mm-hmm. and you know that only means good play out of those boys in Green Bay. So I think that they're going to come out off their bye week. They've had two weeks to game plan for this. They play the Giants played terrible Awful. last night, and there's kind of this new animosity with Beckham Jr. So I think it's an easy pick to get Green Bay right here. Green Bay at home, almost one of the safest bets in all of sports betting. Green Bay, Hank takes them, minus the seven. That over under 48, you're going to lean? I don't know. I, I think that Green Bay is going to come out scoring. I think they're going to be good. The question is, is I think that they can score. It's 48, right? 48. I think I think that they can score 20 to 25. I think Green Bay can. But can New York right. yeah, score 40? Uh, they may score 14. You yeah. know what I mean? So I would stay under. Um, fantasy question, uh, Tucker, let me hit you with this. Eddie Lacy. We haven't really talked about Eddie Lacy on any of our podcasts. I mean, his name hardly ever comes up. Is this his game to kind of get it going? I have, I have no idea. The, the Green Bay is like a black hole to me. I mean, between Randall Cobb, Eddie Lacy, Randall Cobb, anybody that's playing tight end for him, yeah. I, I, and I don't know. Yeah. Um, I have him in my Yahoo League. Um, I just – Plug him in. I don't ever, you know, I don't ever really do research into thinking about what is he going to do. You just got to plug him in. Yeah. All right, man. Uh, and last but not least, Carolina Panthers playing Monday night football at home. Yeah. In Charlotte, right? Tampa Bay coming to town. A couple weeks ago, this game would have been a little bit more high profile. Jameis Winston against Cam Newton. Now, Cam might not play. Jameis Winston is one and three, not really leading the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to where they want to be. Carolina tentatively with Cam's injury, minus six, six-point favorite at home, Tuck. It, it all hinges on Cam playing, and I, I, I think I think he'll play. It's Monday night. Cam wants his smiling too. face yeah. on, on Monday night. Sure. So if he plays, I, you know, I, I'm liking Carolina and giving the points. Carolina, you know, what Atlanta did is not going to happen again. You know, that defense is too proud for that to happen, even with two rookie corners. Um, also, in Tampa, what's the over on this? They haven't posted it yet because of the injury. Well, well that and as long as it's not like 35, I'm, I'm looking, you know, at the under two because I think it's going to be a uh, – they're going to try to – both teams are going to run the ball. Um, Tampa or Cutter's even come out and said that he doesn't like how much Jameis is throwing. Right. He's also thrown, you know, about 83 uh, interceptions this year versus, you know, he only threw like what, five or eight last year yeah, in all. Eight. Right. Um, so I, th- I think, but then again, you know, their, their running backs are banged up too. So I don't know. It's, it's going to, I'd like to under. <laughs> Flip a coin. All right. Tugger says, <laughs> under like in Carolina. Under. There you go. Under in Carolina from Tugger Hines. Monday Night Football, that will be exciting for us to have a game so close here. The, the spotlight on Charlotte, North Carolina, Monday evening. Y'all stay tuned. All right, guys. Good job. Fantasy 45. Real quick, one college football. Two college football games we'll talk about. This is our college football segment. Will, I'm going to hit you with this. You and Hank talk about it because you are Tar fans. Big game. Number 17th ranked North Carolina against number 25 Virginia Tech in Chapel Hill. 330 kick. Carolina, two and a half point favorite. Mm. God, Carolina's right. got – you realize the shot they got to make this thing happen? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, they, they are they – they're starting to believe. I think they are starting to believe. Yeah. And I think that they, they have as good a chance right now after that win that they just had against Florida State because now they know that they can beat a top-ranked team. Sure. I think that regardless of the points, I mean, two, three, whatever it is, I think Carolina wins the game. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I could see them winning by three. And plus, Trubisky's got all those receivers to throw to. And he's got Logan and Elijah Hood in the backfield. I mean, they're a they're, good team. They're yeah, loaded. Hoods. Yeah. They're loaded, dude. They're yeah. great. So, I mean, I think that – I think they – Pull this out. You you agree, Will? Oh yeah, I agree, man. I think they yep. roll Virginia Tech. I think they beat them by two touchdowns. Uh oh. Um, Breaking news. <laughs> <laughs> Tuck, say the best for last. This is the highlight game of the entire Saturday schedule. Number eight ranked Texas A and M at home. Your Tennessee Vols traveling there for the first time. For the first time ever, three thirty game. Tennessee, the, the matchup. They are two and zero against A and M. In previous matchups, they've never played here. Does Tennessee keep the dream alive? A&M a seven-point favorite. That's a lot to give. Right there, even, you know, any road game is hard, especially in the SEC. Um, I I think the Vols put it together for four quarters. 
You did. And, and that, I think they come away with a win. Wow. 68.7% think that Texas a and is going to win. You know, I, I tell you what, keep, keep an eye on the two defensive ends. They're both top ten selections. I like your quick Come next search. draft. Miles yeah. um, Garrett and uh, Derek Barnett. But um, – it's going to be a it's going yeah. to be a good one. I mean, Tennessee's seen Trevor Knight before, so I mean they know what to expect. He's a real similar mobile quarterback. He'll if it's not his first read, he's going to take off running, right? Which could be a problem since uh, Tennessee's linebackers are decimated. How's but their route tree? It's beautiful, <laughs> especially in the fall. <laughs> well, in the fall. if you don't, I don't know if you guys have been listening, but Hank and I, college football wise, our picks, we've been. Killing it, dude. Dominating. Dude, I nailed the Georgia score to the score. Remember I said, Tennessee will win the game, but they won't cover the number because it was three in the hook. They won by three. I'm telling you, I was right. We killed Washington. We're all on a roll here. Tuck, I'm with them on the Carolina. I'm going against you taking, on the Tennessee. I'm giving the points. Listen to what I think is going to happen. I think AM wins this game. Next weekend, Alabama comes to Tennessee, and y'all shock them and stay in the national championship hunt. Because, you know, you can go to the BCS with one loss. A&M might be your loss, and then you beat Alabama, and y'all keep on rocking. If that happens, though, if Tennessee does get through all this, we're probably going to see Bama for a second time. I know. Then you have to beat them again, which, you know, it's going to be hard. But I think you beat Bama at home. You lose this week, beat Bama next week. Dudes, what a remarkable job. That was awesome. Tuck, phenomenal Hank, as always. Any closing words before we go to – Move on to the rest of our day here, fellas. I, I think you did a great job with your catch radius. <laughs> Thank you very much, sir. I hope you continue to work on that. What are I'm you never doing coming back again. <laughs> what are you doing for your weekend? Well, Jennifer leaves for Vegas tomorrow. Oh, yeah. So oh. she is in Vegas from Wednesday through Sunday. And so... Is that work-related? Yes. Yeah. So like they say, when the cat is away, the mice It's just like back. Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, we'll have a fun weekend. I'm sure I may see you at Oktoberfest at the Tilt a Whirl or at the Strawberry. I'm sorry, turn. I will not be able to make it. I have a wedding in Asheville oh, for one wonderful. of our good friends. Cool, uh, Gavin is getting yes, married, so I'm right. going to go out there in Asheville, awesome. and I am staying in a loft, a one bedroom loft, uh, with my brother in law. After this wedding, knucklehead. So, oh yeah, uh, and he was like, "Gotta wear tuxes." <laughs> so you know, it's going to be interesting to see yeah. what. So is Reagan going? Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's you know, six hundred square feet with me and that idiot are going to be hey. some trouble. Speaking of odds, back to Oktoberfest. What are the odds that Chad? Goes and gets a turkey leg on Thursday and eats that <laughs> through, through Sunday. <laughs> through Sunday. And then we'll share with Jen when she gets back. Yeah. I'd say there's a 98% chance that yeah. actually happens. Funnel, He'll grab my funnel cake, too. Funnel cake, too. Uh, and it'll never yeah. go in the fridge. It'll stay on the table. Oh, yeah. just, yes. You don't need to refrigerate those things. Just mouse nibbles. <laughs> just mouse nibbles. <laughs> Tuck, Will, any special things for y'all this weekend? No, no, yeah. pretty much. Oh, you know, been at your house for a, a long time. Probably we're probably gonna have rain from uh, Matthew. Hurricanes coming. Yeah, it always rains in October. Starts fast. talking about maybe starting on Friday, going into Saturday, but they don't know how much. Okay, said Charlotte could get as much as four inches. Whoa! But well, they don't you know guys. But on your that's right. Let's just turn it into a weather show here. Uh, <laughs> Fantasy fanatics, thanks for listening. Don't forget, download us iTunes, themesh.com. Subscribe. We need you. And tune in next week. We've got another couple special guests. Can't wait to see you. Peace. You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.